Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. And I'm not going away with some dirty Norman punts to spit all over me. When he spits over me, I'm Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall. Hello, these people! I've never seen them before in my life. I know who this person is. Welcome to the show, Mickey Simpson. Hello, mate. I brought a special guest who will remain nameless, shall we say. Okay. I don't know, he, he might talk, but you might need to digitally alter his voice. He speaks only in Swiss German and various Celtic languages. Welcome to the show. Very special guest, Mr. Swiss Tony. Grüezi, wie geht's? That means hello. Hello, my boy. I'm very good, mate. Welcome to the Den, full house, for the visit of the English champions, Leicester City. And we fancy our chances at the full house here today. The place is packed. Pretty good turn off the Leicester ends. Uh, they've got the bottom uh, tier, full top tier, and only two blocks. A kind of sanitary zone on either side of the bottom tier. So, big anticipation in the crowd today. Oh, mate, it's fantastic, isn't it? You know what? It's when you come here and you see all the people coming that you know that that's what football's all about. Absolutely. And also... Every single lead journalist from every national newspaper is here today. They took all the banners down, Mick, I see. Took all the banners down, Mick. Yeah, no, they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll have, a, we'll have to have a word about that. They won't hear much of this in the Premier League, Swiss. Nein. <laughs> Das ist eine kleine Liga. Leicester City, of course, last season's champions, Premier League champions. One of the great stories, in all honesty, of uh, modern football, given the, uh, the resources available to other teams in, in the Premier League. Today they come here as the Giants. Um, a traditional name at a den. Obviously, we've all seen Leicester down here in the past, but in, in lesser, lesser circumstances. But today they are the Premier League champions in Europe, fighting for, uh, against relegation from the Premier League. So... Today we are the underdogs, even though Claudio Ranieri says we are the favourites. So mind games from the Alex Ferguson playbook there, Claudio. Seems about to kick off. Beautiful sunny day here in South Bermondsey. The sun is out, floodlights are on, lines kick us off. So yeah, the, the Leicester's lineup is not one that I recognise. I'm not a huge student of Premier League football, as you know and as you expect, dear listeners. 
Uh, the only names I recognise, Vardy and all Brighton are on, on the bench today. Otherwise, it's a pretty much a second string Leicester 11. But um, what the fuck? They're, they're still worth uh, millions and millions and millions, unlike our, our dear little club. Leicester break. Five minutes to 22, surging forwards. Tries to play it wide to the seven. Hopelessly passed. It goes to a mill goal kick. Early comment from Swiss Tony. Das ist ein mittlerer Scheißekopf mit der Ball. Und das ist ein Scheiße-Move. <laughs> danke, danke, Swiss Tony. Danke. This is Steve Morrison. All inside ball tries to find Fred. Fred tries to win the free kick, but yeah, that was um, a touch theatrical. No fault in that referee. The GLA are fooled more easily than that referee on that dive there, Fred. Awful pass by the Leicester 24 there. Trying to do the old uh, Cruyff long-range pass, and he fell over. Il fait tomber. Oh, he's on French now. Swiss Tony's on the French. I would have known, can he do the Romance? <laughs> we bowled him out at last. At last I found the language. <laughs> Swiss Tony is not okay with. Oh, a little bit of French there for you listeners. Eight minutes gone, nil-nil. Open game. No clear chances yet for anybody. Lions and certainly not looking out of it. This is a 14 now. Everyone to break forwards. Ball over the top trying to find a 22 inside the middle penalty area. Nine minutes. Shot on goal wide. Wide opportunity there for Leicester. Wasted opportunity. Pitch looking a little bit cut, like it's cutting up in places this afternoon. The 24 fell over earlier on. Used to the billiard tables of the Premier League, no doubt. But today it's looking a little bit muddy. A little bit patchy. Fred going down the left. Leighton bungles him over. Fred wins a free kick. Fred won that free kick. Uh, it was a 50-50 ball throw. Fred, beautiful little skill from Fred on the left-hand side. Wins me a dead ball situation on the left. Um, probably could have called it either way, to be honest, but the referee gave the free kick to Millwall. Ball into the box. Cooper's in there under, under pressure again from the 18. Aiden wins the ball back. This is uh, Butcher. Uh, ball breaks away for Leicester. As you'd expect, 10 minutes in, Leicester comfortable in possession. Mill looking to hit the long ball on the break, as per the formula. Leicester uh, coming down the right-hand side, and 10 tries to play the last ball in. It falls now to the 7 from distance. That is the world's worst shot. It doesn't even hit the corner flag, it goes for a fucking throw-in. Awful shot. Vaffanculo Rosso. Dumkopf, Dumkopf. Swiss Tony. He's speaking exclusively in Swiss German for us today, listeners. Mickey's moaning about the view, listeners. He don't like the view from block one. Always coming back. What's two. wrong with the view in block one? The last game, I... I, I well, I, I sat with Posh Joe and he bought me a ticket for block 32. Right. Since, since I've been treated to the posher seats, it's now... Oh, it's raised yeah, your sights. Now, now I, I feel like you, 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 you don't treat me well. <laughs> for being your co-host, I don't get any perks for this. What's stuff, going on? The stuff I have to listen to, honestly. Nil-nil, game in the balance. All over the top. Chance for Leicester, seven in front of goal, beautiful challenge, Byron Webster, that was a goal-saving challenge, they still pulled loose on the left, back into the box, that's over the top, oh, there's a chance on the far post there, 15 minutes, fuck me, corner, no, ride their luck there Mick, ride their luck, proper ride their luck, beautiful, Webster beautiful challenge, beautiful top, top quality challenge, Byron Webster, that was a goal-saving challenge there, pulled loose, the seven had to fire it home from close, Byron's there on the replay. It's going to be a corner out of it at Leicester. Right-hand side. In it comes. Near post. Oh, that's a fantastic save. Near post header. Fantastic save, Jordan Archer. 
two world-class stop and saves in, in swift succession for Millwall. Millwall a little bit under the cosh, as you'd expect from the English League champions. Chance 14 from distance, that's over the bar. Over the bar to end that period of pressure from Leicester City. This is Leicester on the break now, 20 on the left-hand side. Cummings tracking him down, seven in the mix, he can't get a shot on goal, can't get any clear. Purchase again, another chance. Little free kick, halfway inside the Leicester half, 22 minutes gone, halfway through the first half. The clearest cut chances so far, obviously falling to the champions. Um, two very, very um, strong chances for Leicester. Mill haven't really won anything clear-cut yet, but they're certainly not out of the game. Looking a little bit um, hoofballish in comparison with their ability to hold and retain the ball and pass. Welcome to the Den, Leicester. They won't be much of this in the Premier League, that's for sure, listeners. So far, they're looking pretty composed. Little 22 inside the box there. That's a shot bobbles through to our Jordan Archer on the 24th minute. Ball in near post, that's headed clear. It comes up in. That falls to the three on the edge of the penalty area. Ball into the mix. Cleared at the last ditch there. I think that was um, Morrison doing the clearance, but it falls to the 24 now. The edge of the penalty area. Ball bouncing around. Ball out wide. This is the seven ball into the mix very much uh, very much looking like the underdogs at the moment dear listeners work by Fred he had a moment there I mean, he's won the ball well under pressure fantastic work by Fred on your dimmer now Mickey you've been naming the um, Lewisham four online today I have indeed yeah. I thought it was about time we um, we outed the dirty bastards shall we run through them whilst there's a little break in play yeah you can do if you want we've got Madeline Long Madeline Long is uh, ex-chair of the MCT obviously why they didn't have a voice community trust yeah uh, oh, a minute right? this is Fred coming down the left hand side all across the box breaks down the butcher shot Ferguson shot a hint of handball is coming wins on the right hand side what can he do Ferguson on the inside of him trying to find Morrison Hola! 28 minutes we're going to come back to making a fucking Lewisham 4 later with a gutful of the Lewisham 4 we're going to have to come back to that later on Mick that's alright we'll come back the the sentence involving Madeline Long has been inciting (laughs) Mill corner right hand side Sean Williams going to take Morrison Webster Craig Cooper lurking in the D on your dimmer inside the 6 yard box it's a close ball Cooper at the far post goes for a goal kick he was claiming another corner so Madeleine Long yes chair ex-chair ex-chair of uh, community the trust yeah the community trust she's also ex-council of uh, councillor for Lewisham she's also alleged uh, very 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 good friend of uh, Dave Sullivan I don't want to think about that I don't I don't even want to think about that. Mm, and did yeah, she run yeah. his mayoral campaign? His she fa- did indeed, yeah. His yeah, failed yeah. mayoral campaign. So there's no connection there at all. Uh, do I hear that chews him up? They got beaten by one Stephen Michael Bullock. Well, do, you know, do you know what really hurt that is that Tony Blair stepped in. Tony Blair? Said, yeah, and said, no, 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 we need a revote. So they then went for a revote, and then Stephen Bullock beat him again. <laughs> so Dave Sullivan's got friends in high, 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 high levels. Just ask Paul Maslin, because obviously um, I think he got told to shut up this week. So, yeah, you know. Tony Blair does have a revote, listeners. We'll come back to the more later. 31 minutes. Lines coming into the game more now. There's the 22 coming down the left-hand side. 34 minutes. But puts it behind the goal. For a moment, that was going in the net, but it went behind the goal. Gray, he's on the screen. 22. 
35 minutes. Williams, right hand, uh, left hand side, Aiden O'Brien, 35 minutes, comes towards 36. Craig ah. overlapping. Takes two men on. Can he work the space? He can't. He wins a, a rebound. That's a ball into the near post. Fred's there. Can't lay it back to Butcher. Fred does well to win the ball back. The ball's live. Aiden O'Brien now on the left hand side. Some beautiful work, some beautiful physical work by Fred. Aiden gets bumped and the 24 wins the free kick. 36 minutes. Mill Florin, 37 minutes down there the corner for eight below us in block one. Craig's going to take short. It's to Aiden O'Brien. This is Craig back on the ball. Aiden again trying to work space for a cross. Comes nicely. Flight at the end. Callum Butcher tries to take and turn. He's got the ball back to goal, unfortunately. Plays it back. It's going to be Williams. Plays it wide. Cummings. Right hand side. Ball into the mix. Towards, towards Fred. Just taking off his head the last moment. And Leicester will clear. Morrison down the right hand side. Uses all his years experience to go crumbling with a free kick. About five yards short of the, uh, the corner angle of the penalty area. Right hand side touchline. Another dead ball situation. They've looked a little bit rattly under the dead ball crossing. So hopefully we can uh, exploit. This is going to be Shane Ferguson on the right hand side. It's going to take. And it comes. Right hand side. A little flick header, Steve Morrison. Going for a corner. 41 minutes. Williams to the right hand side corner. It's deep. Butcher, fantastic header downwards, taken on the line by the goalkeeper. Well, it was straight into the pit of his stomach. Nicely placed header, however. Williams Lurker into the penalty. There's a ball as well, Webster. Cooper in the mix. There's a little bit of Argy Bargy on the goalkeeper. Handbags. Handbags. Morton the League One. Morton the League One. You're right. Little bit of pushing and shoving. Goalkeeper doing his stuff. Didn't like the attention. The crowd loved the attention. It was perfectly um, valid ball to go for, in my opinion. Ball's bobbling around. Referee's going to get his book out on Jake Cooper. Yellow card. The goalkeeper, what's he wanting him off or something? He's got low expectations, that goalkeeper, I think. And that was a perfectly valid ball to be going for. And he didn't do anything out outrageous there. Just went for a ball that was 50-50. It's a man's game. What do you say to that, Swiss Tony? <laughs> Put it better myself. All over the top from Morrison, trying to find Fred. 44, 45 minutes. One minute of extra time. Sean Williams, can we get this cross in? Not yet, we can't. Cruyff style, little back hill, finds Aiden O'Brien from Williams. Trying to work the space. Finds Cummings on the right-hand side. This is going to be Ferguson now on the right. Taking on the three. Floats a beautiful cross in. Ball's bouncing around. O'Brien can't get in there. Let's bring it away. The end of the first half. 0-0. Great first half from the Lions. We were a little bit under the cosh at times. In about the mid part of the first half. Some fantastic chances falling Leicester's way, which they didn't take. The Lions have come back strongly towards the end of the first half and are very much in this game. Half-time, 0-0. Achtung, Mehlball. I just want to take the half-time break, dear listeners, to give a special mention to uh, Sophie Powell, a young daughter of a Mill fan who very sadly passed away. I believe it was cancer, Mick, was it? I think it was. Cancer, very sad story. Um, con our condolences to the Powell family. Today is sponsored by um, many Millwall fans under, under Barry Bongo Perkins' um, organisation. Matchball sponsorship, I believe it is today, isn't it? Um, in, in Sophie's memory. I think it's the actual match. 
the match day uh, sponsorship. Match sorry, um, fantastic gesture. A lot of donations have come in across the Millwall family, including um, our, our own AMS have put some money into it. Uh, many, many others too. Um, well done to Barry uh, for organising this. This is a great example of what we're fighting for with our club. Capacity to be generous to its own never ceases to amaze me. Um, so yeah, just a quick mention for Sophie and her family. Um, really hope that today is a, a great day for, for them all. Um, it's half time, so we're still hoping for a great result for Sophie in her memory. And all the best to everybody that's put money and hard work into organising today. Many, many thanks to you all. Achtung, Mehlball. So number two, the Lewisham Four, Mickey. Dave Sullivan, founder of uh, Renewal, um, allegedly very, very good friends with uh, Madeleine Long. Former leader uh, of Lewisham Council. Council. Former director of Millwall Football Club until he was found out to be buying land, uh, allegedly, and, uh, and then told to leave. So, uh, as you can see, the murky circle is, uh, is developing. Yeah. Um, yeah, the third, the third member of the Lewisham Four, what we class as the Lewisham Four, is Mustak Malik. He's Mustak, obviously yeah. the other co-founder of um, of Renewal. Yep. Again, ex-officer of Lewisham Council. Again, co-owner of Service Team, which is set up with Dave Sullivan. Um, just on Service Team, just yeah. to di digress slightly. Um, We've, we've looked for a whole stack of paperwork between yourself and, and others. You call it a stack, I call it a fucking mound. Mound, <laughs> absolute mound of paperwork. But one interesting article that we, we dug up again today um, with Mushtak and Sullivan and Service Team was uh, an article from a long while ago, 1997, when Service Team first got its early contracts yep. from Lambeth Council. Uh, and, uh, and, and someone who was again connected with Millwall who was uh, uh, Heather Rabbits? Heather Rabbits, chief executive Heather at the Rabbits, yeah. Heather, chief executive of Lambeth Council in the late 1990s. Um, one of the early proponents of what we come to call um, what's, what's the word? It's like a private-public kind of idea of subcontracting out services. Service team, which was Mushtak's company and Sullivan's company, took on basic council services at profit, basically. Pretty much, yeah. They they. Yep. All the outsourcing companies now. Some huge they money. Would, Did I read three hundred and fifty million pound well, contract? Literally, the rumour is is that he sold to the people who own uh, who own Cellchip, the the waste company Fuck behind me. Millwall. It's like hillbilly country, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. For um, yeah, about three hundred and fifty million, allegedly. Heather Rabats, of course. Um, is that the same Heather Rabats that was chief executive here at Millwall for a little it was while? Indeed, yeah. There's no linkage between these two events, so. Uh, I might have to consult my legal advisor. Let me just speak to the lawyers. <laughs> no comment. Nine, nine. The fourth mer mer merchant, yes. Is um, the Lewisham Four. Our, our godfather of the lot, our beloved uh, Barry uh, Quirk, Barry or Tinder Quirk, or what we call him, <laughs> Quirky Burke. Quirky Burke, the, the man who loves a soft porno style pose that's it. In re on recline. That's it. that's it. That's it. We posted that earlier. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. But obviously, then you've got Barry Quirk, friends of Dave Sullivan, Madeline Lawn. Chief Executive of Lewisham uh, Chief Council. Chief Executive, currently Chief Executive of Lewisham Council for many, 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 many years. Um, you know, we're not obviously saying that there's anything wrong with, you know, being friends and whatnot, but it does make you wonder um, how this murky circle developed. And don't no, forget it's, now it's, that... It's great for such a long period, like Paul Maslin, for example. <laughs> 
Jetford X and yeah, well, yeah. Paul Meslin. That's good a, that they've been friends for so long and it, made good beneficial agreements. It does make it does make perfect sense now why certain people have been coming out on Twitter uh, and, and being very vocal and not answering certain questions. Paul Meslin, listeners, is a cabinet member, um, an old friend of Dave Sullivan. He's, a, he's an art gallery owner, I believe, in in, in Blackheath and maybe Deptford. I believe he's got in New York. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and in New York. And in New York. What, okay. I think what people don't realise is that so far our digging has taken us back to 94, 95 um, with the relationships and everything else. And we've now got friends of people who we've mentioned yep. who obviously possibly no longer friends, but they're emailing us with a lot of, um, a lot of skeletons in the people's cupboards who we we're interested in and uh, and unfortunately they're quite happily bearing we'd probably use the word i don't know we'd, we'd probably use a different word but um they're definitely helping us with our inquiries let's put it up <laughs> chief inspector simpson um <laughs> one thing i it's probably worth saying is if, if you out there listeners this, this show obviously is on the internet it's listenable by anybody if you have any information that you can share with us be very helpful. I was interested in the um, just going back to the service team story on the Independent, 1997, uh, refers to um, some problems that service team had with health and safety issues on one of their contracts. Problems. Problems. Um, in which one poor chap lost um, a, a hand or a limb. I, can't, I don't know which. He lost is. a leg. He a lost leg. The lower a leg. part of the, the foot and a leg. Um, and another person lost their life. I mean, if anyone knows anything about this incident, we, we'd love to hear about it. Obviously, um, and obviously, any information. <clears throat> that comes to Mickey is treated absolutely confidentially. I mean, we you know. know we know most of it, but it's always good to get a, a first-hand response because they'll have first-hand experience what possibly we might not be able to find. We, we, we know what happened, we know dates, we know everything else, um, we know HSC was involved, but it's always handy to have uh, a little bit more insight. So just to close out on the uh, on the campaign, there's clearly going to be um, an ind independent inquiry, we are told by Lewisham. We don't really know what the format of that's going to be. And can we just give a message? Obviously, we know that probably Lewisham will listen to. Um, and this is a personal... Do they listen to this? I reckon they might, yeah, or their new PR guy, who, who, uh, who we know who you are. Um, <laughs> message for Paul Maslin. We will fully cooperate with any official body, any public inquiry, any inquiry at all, as long as you or your pals aren't running it, we will share all our evidence with them more than happily. There you go. Well said, Mick. Achtung, Milbal. Both teams out for the second half, dear listeners. We're all going to be attacking the cold blow lane in the second half. Everything to play for. I mean, either team will particularly want a replay. Neither side need the hassle or the physical exertion of it. Um, both have their different priorities. So I think this will be played to a, a finish in, inside the, the half. Uh, both will do their best to achieve it anyway. Away we go. Early uh, moment for Leicester's a seven on the edge of the penalty area. Shot blocked with Jake Cooper's uh, right foot, left foot. Musa. There's Leicester. 24, he finds a 7 in the middle there's a penalty area, shot deflection, could have taken the worst deflection taken easy enough by Jordan Archer 50 minutes red card there for uh, Jake Cooper, sadly, dear listen, I was doing periscope when he got red carded there's a fucking media whore that I am 
Uh, challenge on the far right side, so we're down to 10 men now. Craig has come more central. That's a real blow for our chances in this game, however. Little breaking forwards, long ball forwards trying to find Fred on the left-hand side. Fred's in there. Goalkeeper takes it out of the pot. Free kick. And ball. Goalkeeper rolls out of the uh, peristyle. Crowd won him off. Yellow cards. Free kick Millwall, direct free kick, but on such a tight angle it doesn't really make much difference. Didn't see enough of the challenge that sent Cooper off, so apologies. Looked like a fairly mundane tackle, but uh, he was already holding a, a yellow from the first half. So second yellow. How much of a blow is going to make to us, I don't know. If we can get a goal here, anything's possible. In it comes, into the middle. It's Fred on the ball. Bubbling around. Rolls clear. Leicester will break. Down the left-hand side, taking on Craig. Takes, takes the ball off the seventh spot. That's going to be a uh, throw-in on the corner flag. Five minutes. Back to the wall stuff now from the Lions. He'll move down the left-hand side. This is Morrison. Taking on the uh, the 18. Does a little bit of trickery. Balls into the box. Back to Fred. Cummings can't quite connect on the far side. It's going to go to the middle corner. 58 minutes. Lions pressure. Corner from the right. In it comes. Any moment now. Here it comes. Deep, 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 deep. Towards... Off the line, off the line, headed down there. I think that was um, O'Brien. Charles Parker. This is Fred on the right. Fred done very well for me this afternoon. Really physical, really strong game from Fred. Lions clearly under the cosh, down to 10 men now. Who will fancy a replay the least, dear listeners? I think they will fancy the replay the least. We don't really fancy it if we're going to be a God's honest truth, but nil-nil, um, coming up for the 60th minute, you'd probably take it. Williams clattered on the halfway line, 61 minutes, wins a mill free kick, clattered from behind. Gives us a chance to take pulse for breath and send our big guns forward. Dead ball situations are clearly going to be what we look to exploit, down to 10 men. Byron Webster over the ball, comes 61 and a half minutes. He floats it forward, he's looking for Morrison. Morrison gets ahead to it, there's Ferguson behind him. The defender's got it, he's going to bring it away. This is Williams from distance. Shot on target, taken easy enough by the goalkeeper, 63rd, 64 minutes. Mickey's just been mistaken for the hooligan police. By a fellow fan. And I, people wonder what I'm doing with a microphone in front of me. Such a suspicious support. Why? Coming up for the halfway point in the second half. It's going to be do or die for the Lions. Ten to ten men. Nice work there by Morrison releases. Cummings on the right-hand side. Can he get across? He puts it forward, finds Fred. It's going to be a little bit over here, I think, for Fred. Goes for a goal kick. Come out forward to the 66th minute of the game. Little free kick. Webster inside the, uh, the centre circle, inside the middle half. Floated forward. Babbling around. Ball loose. O'Brien's in the mix. Punch clear by the goalkeeper. Good work, O'Brien. Fantastic work, O'Brien. Dispossessed in the event, but fantastic work by Aiden O'Brien on the right side. That's what the crowd want to hear. 66 minutes. Leicester bring it away. But you can hear the surge. The middle crowd. Brilliant work there by Callum Butcher. Releases Morrison. Just the defenders fighting away. Well, Leicester know they'll be in the battle this afternoon, dear listeners. They're really taking a game to them at the moment. Another injury down now. Leicester player down, they're waving the trainer on, take this thing out at the moment. I don't know if the pitch is heavy for the Leicester players. He's hobbling off. There's going to be a substitution, so let's have a look down there. He's 
clutching his shoulder. He must have landed hard on his shoulder. Yeah, they don't look like champions of England, I will say that much. Um, decent, decent side, but not brilliant. This is Leicester on the attack now, down the left-hand side. Give me a free kick, the free clattered by Fred as we come past the 70th minute. Give me a free kick, almost a corner. The utmost care needed here, dear listeners. 70 minutes on the clock, free kick, dead ball situation, Leicester. Almost a corner. 22 takes. In it comes, it's flowed in, taken easily enough. Comfortably enough by Jordan Archer. 22 on the edge of the mill penalty area, takes and turns, clatters straight into the middle line of defence. This is Cummings, can he clear? He has. 72 minutes. Looks like Vardy time. Number nine. It is indeed Jamie Vardy. The only man to have played in all four divisions. Have you heard that one before? One normally, Jamie Vardy into the mix. The pale shadow of the player we saw last season. 73 minutes is Leicester on the attack. The 20 over on the uh, far right-hand side. Try, defence trying to break up that move. That's going to go for a corner. Goal kick, goal kick. Mill substitution, Jimmy Abdu. In for Callum Butcher, Jimmy Abdu. Well, it's harsh, somewhat harsh. This is coming to the right-hand side, 75 minutes. Can he get the cross in? He can. It's deep into the mix. Goalkeeper takes under attention on the uh, left-hand side from Aidan O'Brien. The seven gets clattered, absolutely clattered by Byron. No free kick awarded. That's what we want to see. That's English football for you. There's Vardy on the right-hand side of the penalty area. He takes, he turns. Bested by Byron Webster there. Ball bounce around. There's a penalty area shot on goal. Wide. Left just 76 minutes. This is Cummings. Ball into the mix on the right. Flick header there by Steve Morrison. By Aidan O'Brien, it was up high. Open header. Bit of a chance. Gotta be said. 77 minutes. Lee Gregory coming in now for Aidan O'Brien. He's done well for me, Aidan O'Brien. Put himself about physically. Right, but I think Greg's got something to prove against Vardy. He's given everything, Aidan O'Brien, so he's done very, very well. I know he gets his critics out there, but for me, he's done well. 24, playing it wide right as we go past the 79th minute, dear listeners. The 11th. There's the penalty area. Can they get the cross in? They can. Towards Vardy's head is a 22. Front of goal. Fantastic save. World class save. John Archer with a 24 shot from distance. Over the bar. Fantastic save, John Archer. World well, class stuff, world class. Beautiful save, John Archer. As we go past the 80th minute. That's twice now in this game he saved us. Just watching the replay, the man did indeed have his legs as he's got up and taken a, a point blank shot at close range. Well, well, there is no other the, the contradiction in terms. Point blank is close range, but it's a fantastic save, nevertheless. We're not going to play word games on this show, dear listeners. Let's not get ourselves bogged down in semantics. Morrison, beautiful ball finds Fred on the right hand side. What can he do? And ball claimed. No, I mean it was handball. Cross just went into the uh, nearest Leicester defender. 82 minutes. Leicester on the break. 85 minutes. 20 inside the box. Cleared by a John Archer. Ball to the 24 years of the penalty area. Ball back into the middle. Archer takes. Touch of fortune there. Scuffy kind of clearance, but we did it. 85 minutes. He did the job. Marlon's coming in. Last five minutes of the game. 
flick header on from Stephen Morrison. That's the last few seconds of regular time. Sit down. This is now Cummins. Taking his time. Under challenge there. This is Fred. Ball floats in the middle. This is Lee Gregory. Has a penalty. He tries to find. Fucking cut mania, little inside flick from Lee Gregory finds Sean Cummings who slots it home inside the six yard box. Beautiful take, I didn't see how much time there is left. Minutes to go, I didn't even catch how long we've got to go. Apologies for that. Place is rocking. That's on the attack now. Over on the right hand side, we've got to stay focused. That's going to be a corner to Leicester. Corner to Leicester, ball into the mix, that's Vardy under attention, it's going to be Romeo over on the right hand side Williams takes and gets clipped free kick, great fuck for that bloody hell what does this game do? have a listen to that well not only do we compete and beat Lewisham Council we're fucking beating <laughs> Are you watching if Barry we, fucking quirk? If we can beat the Premiership three times, Lewisham's going to be a walk in the park. Are you watching Steve fucking Bullock? Are you watching Mustang Malik? Are you watching Madeline Long? <laughs> Are you watching? beating! <laughs> Seconds to go, Leicester on the attack, Place is in fever pitch, you can hear it, who says the FA Cup's dead, who says that, not me, got, still got to defend, 29 up, it's outside the middle penalty area, They're trying to work space on the right hand side, Gregory's over there, giving his best attention, and he gets clattered, free kick the wall, what a day, what a day, Deserved um, an immense performance by the Lions from top through the bottom. I can't pick up a band of the match. I'm going to go with Fred on your dimmer. Fred on your dimmer, band of the match. People on the pitch could probably do without it. Great day for the Lions. Beautiful, beautiful event. Unfortunately, day trippers don't know how to handle themselves, Nicky, don't We're going to close out our coverage from the den. We're going to be right back after these messages with Mr. Harry Warren. 
Achtung, Mehlball. Huge welcome to Harry Warren on the show. Welcome in, Harry. Morning, mate. You all right? Morning, it's afternoon. You've been out on the slosh. I have been out on the slosh. And I know many Millwall fans went out on the slosh. <laughs> There's a fantastic story Harry was just telling me about a, a credit card fraud call you took at 4am this morning, Harry. Uh, yeah, I got it called through. And uh, they said, oh, you use your card at 4am this morning. And I, I said, I can't remember doing that. I've checked. And yeah, it was me. So they called <laughs> Stuff. I think you won't be alone on that. It was, um, it was a. I've written down all sorts of words as spark words, and I, all I keep coming back to is historic. It was, it was one of the great days, Harry. Um, one of the great matches, one of the great moments. Um, put it up there with Tim Cahill and 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 the nineteen eighty eight um, players. An immense day. Yeah, it, I just it was you know. Uh, from 7,000, your average gate or whatever, to having 18,000 or whatever it was there. And it, that's what the club, that's the potential of this football club when when we're all pulling in the in the same direction and people turn up. Yeah. And it's, it, it's maddening because you get annoyed in one sense, but that's why you live for the days like yesterday. Because it wouldn't be Milwaukee if we if we won games like that all the time or we had occasions like that. That's what what's special about the club is that when when there's something to play for and when there is a big occasion, we fucking turn up and we turn up big time. Absolutely. Backs to the wall. I mean, you know, I've written down here, life and death struggle for the club. We all know what's going on with Lewisham Council. Um, of all the years to go on a, a cup run that keeps our club at the forefront of the world's media, this was the year to choose. This squad has stepped up to the plate. We needed it. And 18,000 in the den yesterday was, was an almighty experience. Um, the surge when the goal went in was incredible, wasn't it? It was, it was, I guess I, I keep going back to Tim Cahill's goal. And I know it's a different situation, but in the context of where we are right now, that was as big a goal, in my opinion, because our club is, it, it's been on the line and um, it was an almighty release when it went in. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't see it coming if I was being honest. I was trying, <laughs> I think. Like everyone else, I was seeing us get further and further back towards our own goal. And then, fuck knows, I can't remember how it happened there. I know no. Gregory slipped down and, and put it through. But in the moment, I thought, I, I, you can't even really remember how it happened. All of a sudden, Cummins was through and he scored like he did against Bournemouth. And fucking, I do have to ask, why the fuck is he there? But I mean, who else? Great fuck he was. I mean, it was incredible. I've watched it um, a couple of times on on the BBC website. I got um, a little clip of the, of the highlights of the game yesterday. Um, I mean, when you watch the highlights, I know they're selectively chosen, but but as we all know from the nineteen um, plus minutes of yesterday, our backs were to the wall. I mean, really, even with eleven on the pitch, we were we were up against it. There was some immense work by Jordan Archer and. Um, Byron Webster in the first half to keep us in the game. I, I, in 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 real time, I called um, Webster's challenge world class. I think I used the, the same phrase again. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at Bluenile dot com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. For Archer's close range stop shortly afterwards, there was, there was a couple of point-blank saves, Harry, that uh, were from the very, very top draw, in my opinion, in the circumstances yesterday. Oh yeah, definitely. I thought first twenty minutes they looked like the Premier League champions, and absolutely, yeah. We've been touching for twenty minutes, and I mean, I think Cooper made a block as well. Um, Cooper, yeah, great game. Um, until he, well, I, I mean, I have seen the clip back from the thing. Not, we'll get onto that later, I'm sure. But yeah. it's never a, it's never a yellow card. The first one, that's just that that ref. The, the ref was shit yesterday. He, I don't know who he is. I don't know who it is. But if you compare that to um, who do we have at Southend? The ref we had at Southend. Oh, they'll become one big blur, Harry, don't they? I mean, I, Premier oh. League referee at Southend, and he made a Premier League decision to send somebody off. Yeah. And Phil Brand came out with all sorts of bollocks afterwards and just said it's because he don't know the players. Now, yesterday, I think he must have known the Leicester players and gave them the rub of the green and didn't give our players the rub of the green, but. We stuck two fingers up to them all in the end, didn't we? We fucking through, and that's that's all that matters. That's all that counts. I mean, I I, I think, and I, I always think that the the atmosphere when the the dent is on form like it was yesterday, the atmosphere is uh, to be a referee in that situation must be must be a difficult thing. I mean, they must swing from one extreme to another to to be uh, to have that three sides of Millwall fans screaming blue murder at you is it must be an unnerving experience. Um, I, do, I do agree. I don't think the the it was a yellow card. The goalkeeper made the max out of it, and they worked that yellow card, which obviously paid off in the fifty second minute when a more obvious yellow card challenge went in. I, I think Cooper probably again was swayed by the um the, the raw emotion of the day of that challenge. He he went flying in there, Harry, when he probably didn't really need to. Oh yeah, he was right in front of me, and I saw him coming from last week. It was he was pretty. <laughs> it was like, it was like car crashing in slow motion. Uh, uh, Bang! He's hit the man. Right, he's gone. We're fucked. Was my initial reaction. Yeah, I was expecting uh, Hutchinson to come on, but Neil Harris uh, didn't do what probably most of the people in the ground would have thought he would have done, which was bring on the centre half. Sure it up. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, I've got a tweet here. I've, I've picked a few out. I thought we might just throw them into our conversation. One from a chap called Andy on Twitter who sums it all up. Really, he says what Neil Harris has done with this club since the clown left is just incredible. Hashtag proud, and I think that sums it up in a nutshell, really. I mean, the the, the performance, even if we'd have got beaten yesterday, I was thinking to myself going into the last 10, whatever becomes of this game, and we, we couldn't guarantee anything, but you could just be so proud of that squad and what they did for us. That, that in a nutshell, was the difference between Neil Harris and, and clowns like Ian Holloway. Um, was, that would have been unimaginable under him. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> I wasn't uh, expecting a laugh. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, it's just it just sums it up in a nutshell. I mean, the BBC have got a 10, 10 men, 90th minute, last minute winner, stunning upset. Um, Premier League champions we've beaten. I think the last time that happened was sometime in the 1920s, I think it happened. Um, not that we've ever played the league champions that often, obviously, since, but... Um, it's an immense achievement. Every time I, when you repeat back the words, it, 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 each time I say it, I think, fuck me, that was immense. That was an incredible moment, an incredible achievement. Uh, yeah, I mean, on this thing, I, I can't believe that we... I mean, you go years waiting for us to beat a Premier League side, especially if, you know, I'm 27, be 27 this year. Yeah. Before we beat... I mean, we beat Aston Villa a couple of years ago with Marquez, with the editor that seems to take four years to go in. Yeah. Um, but we never really have competed against Premier League sides. They've blown us up or whatever. And to do three on the bounce, and to be honest, I couldn't care less whether they make 12 changes, 11 changes, make as many changes as they want. Whoever comes down there is going to get a game. And Absolutely, I don't, yeah. They, they deserve... That all these teams who are getting knocked out of the cup, it's not just us. All these teams that are getting knocked out of the cup deserve to be knocked out of the cup because the, the difference in professional football to play 11 blokes that play every week together can out, outperform. To be honest, Ranieri said it after the game that we and Morrison, I don't know if anyone heard Morrison was on BBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good interview, yeah. And he was saying about how we're a team and we work together. Well, that's how Leicester won the league last season. They weren't the best, they weren't the best squad of players individually, no. but they won the league. They've forgotten that this season because they looked like a bunch of strangers as soon as we went down to 10 men. I don't know how that worked out, but they they didn't want it. Well, we seem to have the, the what struck me yesterday. I know you're right. It was a, a second eleven, if you like. Um, but that aside, these blokes are still on fortunes every week. They're still worth fortunes compared with our small squad. Um, but what we had yesterday was the hunger that they showed last season in the Premier League. They they were hungry for it, Harry, weren't they last year? And that seems to have gone out the window with the big contracts and the adulation and the glory and all the rest of it. But our boys yesterday showed everything that Leicester brought to the table that, that they that you're right they've forgotten this season, and it just makes me so proud to to be able to say that because that's what went missing under the Holloway years under the Lomas years, um, and now we do really do have our Millwall back. Yeah, we do, and you know, there's only one man to thank for that, really, isn't there? I mean, he's let's get get it right. Neil Harris has basically built a team with kids. Yeah, yeah. Really? one or two experienced heads, but yes, it's it's um, it's a team built out of nothing, effectively, isn't it? Basically, no money, and you know, um, he just he he's a legend as a player, and he, if he keeps going this way, I mean, now the sky's the limit, really. I mean, you could get Lincoln in the next round, and we're in we're in the we're final. back to Wembley. <laughs> <laughs> that always ends well. Steve Morrison yeah. quite, I just found it. Um, he said, we're not all um, talented footballers. He's on Radio 94.9 London. We're not all talented footballers. We are a team. And uh, another quote here, Harry, Sean Cummings on uh, online. He says, we feed off the crowd. We feed off the atmosphere. We never give up against any side. Not Leicester City, not anyone. That's Sean Cummings. I think that that's a fantastic quote as well. Because... Uh, that was a <laughs> saying. That was a fucking brilliant run and control. When you see it on the telly, he he almost tapped um, one foot to the other on his on his weaker foot to to beat draw the space and, and slot it home in that ninetieth minute. And that was a fantastic achievement by Sean Cummings, who's who's had his own story at Mill, wouldn't he? I mean, he's been on a roller coaster himself. Yeah, I wanted him bombed out the club earlier on. 
And um, <laughs> I retract that statement. I now want him bombed to the bench beyond Romeo. But I mean, yeah, that's just a personal, a personal preference. But he has been playing well. And, you know, he scored two goals in the cup. The, the second one against Bournemouth was the second goal in the game. And that calmed everyone's nerves and kind of gave everyone a bit of breathing space. This one to win it in the last minute. And I have seen the goal. You are right. Yeah. That's the... Well, you know, he, he played in the championship and many other games and, and whatever. But that was... That's... We had one clear-cut chance and we took that that's one okay. chance. And that's the, that's the difference. That's why we were in the quarterfinals of the FA Cup and... And others aren't. You know? I was looking at the percentages on the BBC website. I, mean, I haven't got it on screen, so I'm doing it from memory. But I think it was the classic Millwall with 35% of the ball and um, Leicester with uh, what's that, 65%. And 12 shots for Leicester. Not, I think it was one on target. And we, we had, I can't remember how many we had, not many. And one, very few shots on target. One went in the net. And that's all that counts at the end of the day. It's, it's almost a formula the Millwall formula, the Harris formula, that's worked so well for us in the league. And it's working a, a treat in the cup against these sides. Yeah, and let's not forget, we weren't at full strength yesterday. No, we weren't, no. <laughs> and I, mean, I want to run through the team, but you're right. That was a midfield that you wouldn't probably have chosen. You know, a butcher in midfield wouldn't have been my first choice. You know, Ben Thompson would have been, obviously. Um, but yeah, you're right. That was, that was not a full strength Millwall side either. So, um, And we're still playing players... Worth a collective, I don't know how many hundreds of millions, I suppose, as a collective. Um, that's a, that's an, an incredible achievement. Um, I just say, yeah. I, I, I just keep going, saying the same things. Take my hat off to the team, to the squad. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, there's no, there weren't a bad performance out there. I think the first twenty minutes, as we said, we couldn't get near them. I think we made changes. I think we moved, uh, for, swapped Ferguson and O'Brien. Because uh, Damari Gray was getting too much space, and Ferguson went and played at right midfield to yeah. assure that up. Um, I, I think Aiden, although he's played on the left, I, I think it was a job too much to ask him to go and play on the right. Um, I think he got a little bit lost where he was, and this is me trying to be nice about Aiden. <laughs> I thought he did all right yesterday. <laughs> yeah, he did all right. <laughs> just before he came on. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, we we made changes when we needed to. I thought when they, you know, when they brought on Vardy with ten minutes to go, and you see it, and we've all seen it before when we've slagged players off down Millwall when they yeah. come on the floor, you know, your Darren Byfield springs to mind, and I thought and he was going to rise to the occasion yesterday, didn't you? All that, you know, Vardy, you, he's a cunt and all that stuff. I thought he's going to come straight out and stick the ball in the net because he's a quality turn. I mean, I know he's having a bad season, but he didn't get where he was last season by being a poor player. Um, he's just having a he's, he's having an off period, and I know he draws a lot of um, adverse comment. I I think he's a quality act. He, he you know if he was in our team, we'd be um, we'd be all over him, wouldn't we? Um, let's run through the team. Let's do the marks out of ten, as, as, as I think that's always a nice way to uh, sum up a game. Jordan Archer in goal, I thought was arguably man of the match um, with those match shaving saves. He was one in the first half of recording, one in the second half. There was a, a flick header at the near post in. Um, Shortly after an early opportunity on on the left side, and I think the ball came in from a corner. I thought it was had goal written all over it, but he somehow he dug it out from under the corner angle of the of the, of the goal. That was an, an incredible save in its own right. Um, I can't think of I can't think what he could have done better yesterday. Really, um, what marks a ten out of ten would you give him, Harry, for yesterday, Jordan? I'd probably give him an eight or a nine. I'd, I'd... His distribution yesterday was a bit shit, but that's like literally nitpicking. I yeah, think yeah. it's not the best 
that's it with his game kicking. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. As a shot stopper, he is. As a shot know, stopper, I'd give him a ten. I don't think he couldn't have done yeah. anything. He, he was up against quality, and he stopped. I agree that his distribution at times is his uh, his Achilles. So possibly, I'd give him a nine yesterday. Personally, um, it, it seems churlish to go any lower than that in the context of the game. But um, you're right. I think that you know the the, the other aspects of goalkeeping that where he needs to work. Um, he looked very comfortable on crosses yesterday, which was nice to see. Yeah, I mean the uh, the one the header in the first half you're talking about. It was quite like the one at Wembley, you know, where he got pinged on his line. Yeah, yeah. He got yeah. caught underneath it. Yeah. And then, yesterday he had one where they sort of took a cross, and I think he either got caught out by the light or it didn't go where he thought it was, and he just decided to palm it over one-handed over the top of the crossbar. Yeah, yeah. Every other shouts, well, it's a fucking easy save or, or this or whatever, but he's, made, he's learning because he was a very young, inexperienced goalkeeper, and keepers don't peak to... Until yeah, they're a lot yeah. older than other It's other a mature people. role, and it? it's a mature man's role. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he made a point blank save in the second half. Um, the, 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 uh, Leicester player almost seemed to be holding his legs, and he still got a hand to it and, and batted it away from close. Um, and each one of those saves, as I say, I make them match, match saving um, saves. So a great performance. So you're going to go with an eight for, for Archer then, Harry? I think I was a bit pissed off in the first half when he kept giving it back to him because I was quite worried that we were just giving yeah. the pull yeah. back every time it come. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I'd give him a nine. I think he's had a lot of stick this season. He has been playing shit. Let's, let's not get it compared to what he was last season. He hasn't made any particular clangers, but he hasn't been to the standard of what we know he can do. And yesterday was what he can do. That is why he was wanted by other clubs in the summer allegedly, and, and that's why we signed him up to another contract. Tony Craig, left back, a role he's, he's really, um, I say he's grown into it, it's probably always was his role in the first place, really, but he's really looking comfortable in that role now. I thought he did very, very well yesterday against, um, you know, I know the defence was on the rack at times, but then you'd expect to be so against the champion side, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, what a, what a revelation it is when you drop the yellow card machine, Joe, Mar uh, Joe Martin, <laughs> with them. He's played in the position he used to play for his whole career, and you know, Absolutely. I want a million pounds, but I can't get it just because I ask. So, you know, he must play centre back all he likes. Although he did do well when he went to centre back yesterday. This it was um, an enforced move, um, and he did he did he did well. Um, certainly, I mean, I think he looks the most comfortable on on on, on the left back position. So, um, I wouldn't want to see him anywhere else. But certainly, in those circumstances, well, he's not a bad um, makeshift, given that we wanted to press forwards ourselves and. And settle it yesterday. Um, marks out of ten for for Tony Craig from you, then Harry. Uh, I'll give him a seven. Seven. Yeah. Probably, probably. Yeah, I think I've got to go for an eight because because of the result. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I know what you mean. Um, Jake Cooper sent off. Unfortunate to be sent off. We've we've said that already. Um, I thought it was a perfectly valid ball to be challenging for in the first half. The ball was loose. The goalkeeper just about clutched it. And he was going in, he was committed to the challenge with a, a chance of um, a loose ball in front of goal. Well, you know, um, that to me was a perfectly um, appropriate thing for him to do. And to draw the yellow was really down to the amount of um, noise made by the Leicester goalkeeper and, and defence. Yeah, and probably right in front of their fans, didn't they? for the referee, kind of. Yeah, he just went with a majority, didn't he? Yeah. So, but I think other than that, Cooper had a good game. Um, we both like Cooper, it's been said. Yeah, um, yeah. Um... A young player, and I thought slightly rash challenge to get the second yellow. Um, 
Uh, and that, I'm sure that will be a point made to him by Neil Harris because there was no need for him to go flying in in that situation. Whereas a more mature player would have held his ground more perhaps and, you know, look to try and contain, especially when he's gone a yellow. But that's what you get with um, with young players. They, 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 they the rush of the blood to the head. So that was that was unfortunate. So that looked more of a yellow card in offence in all honesty. So he's got to walk at that point. Otherwise, I thought he did very well for us. He, he brings a real threat in the air in, in, in the set pieces, doesn't he? Yeah, he's brilliant in both boxes. Um, he yeah. reads the game so, so well. I mean, the save, I think you're talking about with the Webster block. Yeah. Cooper, Cooper and with it, the, it was a ball of the match, really, by them. I can't remember who put but they put that Okazaki through. Yeah. One on one with Archer. And Cooper just, just literally got back enough to sort of make him take the shot maybe half a, half a step early. Faction. Yeah, I agree, yeah. And then and Webster followed in. And they know it. I mean, he made that fantastic block against Watford, and it's a similar kind of uh, block for Webster to make there. And I think they just work so well together. It's just settled the team down so much, and it's it's no surprise that since we've had the settled back four with two actual centre halves, we've um, we've pushed on up the table and keep winning cup games. So Webster's a man transformed. I mean, clearly. Um... He, he he at his best he was alongside Mark Beavers last season, um, and looked a little bit wobbly at the start of this. But he's really come on leaps and bounds with well, in fairness, with Hutchinson when he came into the team, and and now obviously with Cooper, I think they they make a real rock uh, defence between the pair. I, mean, I can't remember how many clean sheets we've kept. Now it's it's a, it's, it's a number of clean sheets that we've we've kept. And it's in no small measure to the the stature of those two central defenders. They really do operate as a good unit, don't they? Yeah, the back five really as a whole, yeah, have, have really stepped stepped it up, and it you know it. Morrison said it last night. It all does start from start from the front, um, but they, you know, they've kicked on. I, I can't. If you'd said to, this to me in October that we were, it's <laughs> you on your fucking mad. You know, <laughs> you've obviously been to a Holloway training course. Or, <laughs> Oh dear, Mark's out of turn for Byron. I'd, I'd, I'd give him an eight again. Would, would, would you go for it? Yeah, I'd give him an eight. I'd, I think Byron Webster for the block alone, and you know he marshaled he marshaled a tricky situation when we went down to ten men. You know, um, they caught Jamie Vardy offside twice. Tony Craig and Byron Webster. I don't think Tony Craig's in charge in that relationship. Let's put it that way. Um, Long way that remains. So, um, <laughs> Sean Cummings, um, scorer of the goal. Um, I thought we had a good game overall. I mean, he, he gets forward well with the quality of his crossing. Is is is, is a you know, is a weapon, isn't it? Um, I, I I like Sean Cummings. I, I think he's his story is one of, is one of the great Millwall stories in its own right. Um, it's keeping Marlon Romeo out of the team. That's quite an achievement, given what we saw from Marlon, you know, in, in his in his decent form prior to Christmas. Yeah, I mean, um, I was calling for Marlon to come on, to be honest, at, um, <laughs> at half-time, because I thought we were getting... Overrun, rich, yeah. Um, and, and sort of play, almost match him up and play a wing-back sort of thing and just go, well, fuck it, we'll go for it, second half. Um, but shows what I know. Um, <laughs> and Cummings, Cummings just as... I don't know, he's just... I like him, but he never seems to be where I think he should be. If you know what I mean, when a ball comes over, he seems to be basically in Byron's pocket. But somehow he gets out and and stops the cross or, or does the right thing. I think they are both both of our fullbacks, uh, Romeo and Cummings. I think they're both 
maybe marginally better at going forward than they are going backwards. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, the moments in the first half where we seem to see huge amounts of space on the right side, um, a better team, a better passer would have found that space and exploited it. Um, but there we are. Um, we're a League One side going after the champions of England. So um, I suppose you've got to take chances to, to as, it, as it turned out, the, the chance paid off in the last minute of the game, scorer of the goal. Um, it's hard to mark anyone down when um, when they've they've achieved such a such a feat. So I'm going to give Sean Cummings. Um, I'm going to give him an, an a nine. What about you, Harry? I'll give him a nine because he scored. Okay. <laughs> that was so grudging. <laughs> that was so grudging. Oh dear. Well, Sean. Me, on the other side of the ground for you. That fucking sun yesterday was right in my eyes for the entirety of the fucking first half and pretty much the first ten minutes of the second half. And I didn't see what the fuck was going on on the right hand All side. Right, you're forgiven. Go for nine. Give him a nine. I'll give him a nine. Your favourite, Aidan O'Brien, playing on, on the list. It's Aidan time. AOB time, substituted by Lee Gregory uh, in the 79th minute. Um, I thought Aidan did okay yesterday. Um, he, I, again, we've said it before, he, he, you know, he, he's, he, he did the work side of it more than maybe in previous matches. He, he put himself about physically. Um, how did you see it, Harry? You're 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 an Aiden an Aiden critic, really, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I'm an Aiden critic. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, out I, I out with it. That on us. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> I think he done well for him in terms of the battling. Yeah, um, I think he was woeful. I mean, I, I felt I almost felt sorry for him. I was going to say I felt sorry for him, but I said I almost felt sorry. Almost for him. so he didn't quite. Think quite, but um, when he was put out on the right, I think, as you said, that we were conceding loads of space first 20 minutes down that right-hand side. We were. He looked like little boy lost, and um, he weren't getting any help either. Um, but when we swapped him over with Ferguson, he went back to the position he usually plays, and he got forward. He done. He just, I don't know, sometimes I feel like he tries to do too much, and that's probably why I don't like him. Mm. If you know, I mean, it's a little bit about him, and it's... I mean, there was a little bit when he got subbed off, he pulled his shirt over his head and sort of trotted off. And it's just, that. I think that's his character. I think it is, yeah. I think it is. And I think he wants to be the, you know, he's he's into fucking, you know, the Twitter and the Instagram and the, and the thing. He wants to be a celebrity football player. He's a modern player, I think. He's a modern yeah, player. Yeah, and there's, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. I think I'm learning to... I'm learning to accept the fact that he's not going to do anything other than make him shoot from 25 yards, and it might go in. Um, so you're learning to love him. You're learning to love him. No, I'm learning to tolerate. <laughs> Substituted by Lee Gregory, 79th minute, um, who made the critical pass that generated the goal. Um, we we do do look a different proposition with Morrison and Gregory up front, and that was a fantastically executed little pass in for Cummings at the, the, the death there. Um, uh, only a 10-minute, 11-minute cameo by Gregory, but what a cameo uh, to create that chance. Um, Butcher, I thought Butcher did okay for me yesterday. Um, he gave it everything. He had a great header that was sadly straight into the pit of the um, goalkeeper's stomach in the first half, and, 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 and he did the work without ever really standing out. He was he was not Ben Thompson, but he never will be, will he? No, he never will be. Um, I... He's just like half a yard slow. I think the brain's got it. I just don't think he's he's physically able to do the things he wants to do. If that if that makes sense, he, yeah, a bit like me. He seems. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Oh, <laughs> for that this morning, trust me. Oh, so <laughs> um, he, he sort of, he flatters the deceiver a bit. I think he, he done well yesterday and he's, he's grown into it. When I saw him away at South End earlier on in the season, I thought, what the fuck have we bought here? Um, you know, the, Dave Bremer. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Out of the classic mould. Yeah, mould, yeah. The other one, uh, Derek McInnes. Oh, oh blimey, he dug one out there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. of them. But, um, yeah, they fucking... He seems to have grown into the squad. And I think that's the that's the thing. The players that we're bringing into the team, and it goes with, it goes with Cummings as well as Butcher, mm. and even to a point of um, Fred going up front a bit as well. Yeah. When we're losing players in... Key areas we're coping. We're we're still getting the results. We're still playing well. We've calling this before. Obviously, we fucked this up for Tuesday night, uh, <laughs> but we're, um, we're we're doing well. And I think Butcher Butcher yesterday. I liked him yesterday. He, he seemed to he seemed to give a shit, and we forgive a lot for giving the shit. We absolutely we? do. And on that same subject, for the the biggest shit giver of the lot is Jimmy Abdu. Replaced him in the seventy fifth minute, and he did the the Jimmy Abdu um, performance. He only has one turn that he does. Some love him, some don't like him so much, but I love him. And Mill he, legend, as the Twitter spat this week. Of course he, yes, of course he's a Mill legend. What else is he? He's been player of the year. He's, he's, he's almost the, the image of the club in one man. He's, he's a limited player. We know he's never going to be a Johan Cruyff. He's never going to be a Diego Maradona. He can't be. He isn't, doesn't pretend to be. He does what he does. And he's very, very effective. And when he came into the game yesterday, he, he did create that arms, legs and gangling kind of awkwardness that, that messed it up for them. Um, it was a heavy day. Pitch was heavy. And you need, you need, sometimes you need Jimmy Abdu in that role, don't you? Down to 10 men. You, you do. Jimmy Abdu is he's perfect in that situation, actually. That is the perfect. Now, I don't think he's got maybe 90 minutes in him anymore. No. Um, Not in those, in those conditions. It was, it was a heavy the pitch. Sound, the sounds of time and all that. But... Um, and I think the amount of games that he's actually played, he's probably in those ge- amount of games probably covered double what anyone else would have done yeah. in those games. So if he's played 300 games for us, he's covered 900 games worth of run. He never, ever gives anything less than 100%. He never gives le- anything less than everything. And I, I, I like that. I think the club, as a, as a, as a fan base, Sarri, we, we respect that more than anything else, more than skill any day of the week. It's that willingness to die for the calls. And that's what, that's what Jimmy brings. So he only had 15 minutes yesterday, but he, he made a difference. He made the um, block, didn't he? Um, yeah, he did. Arch yeah. made that uh, deflected save. Yeah, yeah. And he got that. He got in the way, as you said, and that's that's Jimmy summed up in sort of one minute because it was a brilliant block, but the clearance only went five yards away, and that sort of summed Jimmy up. It's a fantastic photo on the rounds. I, I, I reposted it this morning of the, the moments after the goal. There's Sean Cummings taking the applause of the of the, of the Coldblow Lane end. And then right alongside him, it was just wonderful to see him involved in such a moment of high drama at the clubs in the club's history with Jimmy Abdu. Um, you know, it reminded me of the Leeds away uh, equaliser, the, of all the games to get a goal, you know. Um, it's just wonderful to see it. So, yeah, I have a huge amount of time for Jimmy Abdu and always will do. Um, Sean Williams, I thought, played well yesterday, given the... Uh, the, the limitations of being down to ten men. I thought he, I thought he does bring a certain quality on the ball. Um, couldn't fault his performance yesterday. I, I think I've got to give him an eight yesterday, Shawnee. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think he looks better against better teams. Um, he gets more time, he gets more space, and if you give him the time and space, he'll punish you really. Um, yeah, they, they yeah. Nothing to aim at yesterday in terms of um, we've had a match went and being down to ten men, really. Um, but. He had a couple of shots from a long distance, and I've got sort of, as I said before, I've got fans, well, 
people who call themselves football fans, but they don't go. <laughs> um, you know, they uh, they they saw the highlights and they said, "Fucking hell, that weren't that weren't bad, was it? Where, where, where are you getting from?" So that you get questions like that. And you think, it came well, from Milton Keynes via via the Republic of Ireland. There are um, leagues outside of the Premier League and Sky Sports. And. Um, yeah, I mean, he had a long-range shot. I mean, I think he's also an intelligent player. So, he, he, as you said, we were working with nothing in the in the latter part of the second half, uh, and he knows he's capable of hitting a long-range strike. So, it's going to be a goal out of nothing in a sense that was going to going to do it for us if anything was. And you know, on a different day, that that a different flight of that ball that may have well gone closer as it was the goalkeeper was equal to it. But uh, he knows when when's the appropriate time to take a chance. He's an intelligent boy, and I like that in him. So I'm going to give him an eight uh, yesterday. Um, I thought Ferguson did well on the wing, uh, on the right side, um, which is unfamiliar to him. But he, he, you know, he wasn't outstanding, but he was—he certainly stepped up to the role yesterday, given the given the circumstances. Yeah, he put a shift in. He's, he uh, his delivery was better yesterday. Um, yeah. Normally, you can bet when we get a free kick that it's going to hit the first man or won't beat the first man. <laughs> and uh, we were beating the first man for a change. So it was. It makes no, a big difference, doesn't it? Yeah, I agree. It makes a big difference, especially when their game is... I mean, they came and tried to counter and hit us on the break. And in the second half, as it went on more and more, you could see we were fucked. I mean, we had nothing left. But Ferguson, no. you know, your Ferguson's, your Morrison's, there's... I know they've only had sort of... I know they are international players. They both are international They're, they're lower league international players, aren't they? But that little bit of nas, that little bit of intelligence of going, well, hang on a minute, I'll just clip it off his legs and I'll, I'll take the throw in this yeah. slate. And it's just by his time, was, yeah. Was, was, was something that we don't do. And it's starting to creep into our game. I mean, Tony Craig the other week in the South End game, when he got hit, he jumped and rolled around on the floor. Mm. And, he, and normally what happens is, is a Millwall player gets whacked and they're straight back up on their feet, and they want to have a rare. But it's, it, it's dropping into the team this season, or more so as we're getting towards the business end, that they're doing the gamesmanship. We're doing the we're doing the dirty side of the game, you know. And and we need to because every other fucker does it to us. So we, we, when we do it back, you sort of go, well, fucking hell! Finally, we've cottoned on to. It's almost to like, games. It's like Dennis Wise has been reincarnated and teaching us all he knows again. It's it's wonderful to see. Um, Fred up front I thought had a good, a good game I think he's really added a physical dimension to his game Harry and um, obviously the confidence of, of being a winning side has, has boosted him up no end I thought he had a good game yesterday for me Fred yeah he played well he might end up there next season in a championship he might do he might do yeah, um, yeah. he's doing really well um, I like him up front or maybe I know it's probably not going to happen here but I quite like him maybe sitting off behind the front too again we'd be um with Gregory and Morrison to do the knockdowns for him to run on and sort of do what Cummings did really to get into the box. I think them three together. His best, would... best running with the ball at the goal, um, you know, try, making stuff happen. The quality of his of his crossing leaves a bit to be desired at times, and he doesn't always. Um, he's not a natural fit on on either either wing, but I do like him as a striker, and I do like him. Being given a ball in front of him, saying go go and have a have a run and, and take blokes on, it does seem it does seem to panic defenders, and he did a bit yesterday. Um, I think he's he's, a, he's certainly a player that has um, has uh, we keep saying it potential, but I think he's starting to realise that potential game by game now. So, well done, Fred. I think I'll give him I think I'll give him a, an eight yesterday in the in the context of the game. <laughs> no, you're not going to give him an eight. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh dear, Harry Warren, Stephen Morrison up front. Um, I think it was a masterclass by Morrison in the circumstances, and as you say, it was just used that experience when it was needed most when we were down to ten, and, and the game was stretching at the end. There, I thought he he gave us the Steve Morrison performance, didn't he? Yeah, he's an horrible bastard, isn't he? He I is a horrible bastard, isn't he? I love him, and even even. <laughs> when the even when the pitch invasion at the end, you just don't give a fuck. No. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. Yeah, I've won. Yeah, yeah, we'll go away. Meanwhile, like everyone else is joining in. Williams, there's a video going about Williams jumping up and down and joining in. But um, <laughs> Morrison just, yeah, I'm a grumpy, miserable old man. I'm going to walk off the pitch now and do me press and, you know, what he said just Going back to his greyhounds or whatever he does. With... <laughs> yeah, yeah, he said he's going to go and sit there and have a 24 hour of doing nothing. Well, I pretty much think that all Millwall fans went out on the piss last night. And have <laughs> Following <about> suit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that, that that's what you go... I mean, I know we keep saying it. Morrison done well. I think he looked leggy as well. And I think that was a massive effort for him to play up front for that long by himself. Well, I just I mean, want, to, want to mention the pitch um, on that point because I, I, I think we deliberately um, walked that pitch. Um, I think it, was, it, it looked um, it looked heavy, um, and, a, and someone posted on the House of Fun. I think it was that the the grass had been allowed to grow a touch, you know, just to. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying this is this is wrong. This is what clubs everywhere do, and I, I just thought again, it just goes back to your previous point, Harry, about the now around the club. That was. That was, a, I, I believe, was one of the dark arts at, at, um, on offer, and, and it worked a treat for us because it it, it reduced the game to a more of an equal, um, you know, more of an equal standing. So I take my hat off to um, whoever made that decision because um, I think it was the right decision for us. Yeah, it was good. I think we're becoming more and more like a with the pitch because I think they done it with um, against Watford. They let it grow. I think yeah. that was a yeah a rumor going about that they let the um, they let the pitch grow for to try and hold the ball up a little bit so it didn't run. So, obviously, now we'll um, probably have an FA investigation that the grass must be a certain amount of millimetres long. I think the FA got other stuff to worry about on (laughs) yesterday, about worry about the length of the grass. (laughs) When they bring the horses on, they need need to know the ground. (laughs) Is it soft? Is it medium? What is it? Oh, dear. Well, we, we, we'll, let, we'll let the FA sort out what the, the events after the final whistle. I don't think it was that bad. It, it was uh, it looked worse at the Leicester end of the things. And to be honest with you, it looked like um, open brawling going on the, in the, the away lower tier. So um, we'll, let, we'll let whatever will be, will be on it. I'll be honest. I, I've, 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 been to, <laughs> I've been going to Millwall since I was seven. Um, when, when they ran onto the pitch, I knew that was... All right, they're all off the pitch now. All right, they're going, to, they're going where I know they're going to go. They're going to go and taunt the away fans, yeah. aren't they? You just know how it no, works. It's like, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't care because I'll be there Tuesday, whether the people on the pitch or wherever will be, I, I don't know. But, Huge amount of day trippers. That's the price of success. I was having this conversation yesterday with Mickey. Um, you know, doubled the crowd. I mean, you know, we we wouldn't get that uh, half of that crowd on normal normal game. And um, unfortunately, some of these people just um, don't know how to conduct themselves at times, do they? It's um, it's the price we pay for Millwall doing anything. I'm unfortunately, it's why I slightly dread any trip to to Wembley again, Harry. Yeah, I remember my first beer. <laughs> That's what it seems to be, doesn't it? It we does seem that. to be that. Yep, it does seem to be that. Um, anyway, we'll we'll leave it there. I want to I want to close out a little. I just want to read this off of um, well, two things I want to close out. The first one I just want to, a, a piece by Rich H on the House of Fun, 
which I think sums up the game nicely. So I'll read it verbatim if I may. Rich says, with five minutes left, um, he said that win, lose or draw, our players deserve clapping off at the end. Unfortunately, we didn't get to show our appreciation because of the, uh, uh, the everyone going on the pitch. So I thought I'd say to every single one of them, whether they played all or part of the match, you are absolutely fucking magnificent. Um, Mill, I salute you. And I think that's just a, a nice way to, to sum it all up. Um, I can't put it better myself. Um, and just one last thing before we close, Harry. I just want to mention um, yesterday's game was sponsored by the family of a young lady called Sophie Powell, who sadly passed away. Uh, and there was a match sponsorship by, um, on behalf of the Powell family, by um, many, many Millwall fans. Our own Bongo, Barry Perkins, organised it. And I just want to take my hat off to that, uh, those those fans that organised that, and to the Powell family, because that is what our club is all about. That's if you want to know what Millwall is, then it's that. Um, anything else is just noise. That that's what our club is all about. So I just want to say thank you to everyone for that. Absolutely. Big thank you to Harry Warren for getting yourself together. <laughs> After a big night out, mate, I appreciate it. Um, 4 a.m. Rollo. <laughs> and uh, thank you, Harry. And let's see who we draw in the draw tomorrow night. You got any preferences? Who do you fancy? Uh, I think what Neil said, what Steve said, pretty much what everyone probably hopes as well is I'd like to be at home. Um, I, I, I mean, I kidded myself thinking I don't give a fuck about the cup, really, as long as, as, long as we don't get embarrassed. And now... You're in the quarterfinal. I go well. It'd be depending what happens with Arsenal against Sutton. Do I want Lincoln at home or do, or do I want you know your Arsenal or your Chelsea at home? Because I'm a bit like you. I dread the Wembley trip anyway. Yeah. So would yeah. I be doing myself a favour and seeing them at the Den? And if they beat us at the Den, then they've beaten us at the Den. But at least it's where I know it's only going to take me half hour to get to the ground. It's not going <laughs> to take me all day, and I've got to deal with people. So um, no, I, I'd like. To get probably a big club at home, if I'm being honest, your Chelsea. I'd, I'd quite like either Man United because I'd like to see Mourinho punished for not letting us have any fucking players when Jacket was in control and the sort of snidey comments he did then. Yeah. Um, or probably Arsenal because I think we could get Arsene Wenger sacked because I think we, they need <laughs> they need a catalyst and and history has proven that getting beaten to Millwall is apparently... Is the, the catalyst of catalysts, isn't it? Yeah, it's the uh, worst thing. It's crisis if you get beaten by us. Bloke, bloke on the BBC website, on the comments, bloke calls himself Valkyrie or something. I says, please, Millwall versus Chelsea. The whole country wants it. So there we are. Let's, let's hope that comes to pass. Fantastic, Gary. Appreciate your time, mate. Go and have a cup of tea. Go and have a cup of tea. <laughs> My bacon's on here. <laughs> and I'm not going away with some dirty Northern punts. You've been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 